I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we are discussing fear. Um, very interesting topic, am I right? Uh, fear, uh, not something we necessarily want to face all the time. Uh, like a, a lot of people, she's giving me a look of like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, a lot of people don't want to face their fear. They want to ignore it, deny that it's there. Um, and whenever fear comes up, they want to run away from it generally because fear makes you uncomfortable. Uh, and so many of us don't like to feel uncomfortable in any situation. So anytime that we do feel any sort of fear, it's uncomfortable. And we don't like feeling that. Um, but here's the thing, though, that if you end, if you run from your fear whenever you, or whenever you feel uncomfortable and you want to walk away from that, that's going to make it difficult for you to say, take a stand and commit to the decisions that you want to make in your life and uh, in creating the kind of life and the kind of relationships that you want because it's going to get uncomfortable. You are going to get a little scared. It's guaranteed. I, I'm sorry to tell you that. I'm sorry to break the news. <laughs> but it will be. But the important thing is, though, is as long as you're able to work through the uncomfortableness, if you're able to sit there and be uncomfortable, you will come out on the other side and you will feel so much better, I promise you. Yeah, fear stops us from our commitments. It stops us from our stands for ourselves because we get uncomfortable. And that whole concept of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, that was a huge one for me. And I have to get reminders of it periodically because I don't like to be uncomfortable. I, you know, if it's too hot out, I want to cool off. If it's too cold out, I want to warm up. I don't like to be uncomfortable. And I practice being uncomfortable in a lot of different ways in my life, but both emotionally uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable, just to like know that I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And it's that I don't have to, um, if I feel hungry, I don't have to, to eat. If I feel thirsty, I don't have to drink. If I feel scared, I don't have to be limited by it. You know, I can, I get to choose. And that's the thing that I think, you know, we've been trying to really, um, hit home is this whole concept of being able to make a conscious choice for what you want and take a stand for that and then commit to it no matter what's coming up. And it's, it's not an easy thing to do. No. And it's, I think it's like why a lot of friendships fizzle out and a lot of romantic relationships don't work out because both people aren't really willing to be conscious and face the fears that they have that are coming up. And if there's, Fear all the time with a certain person may not be the right person for you to be hanging out with. But if it's somebody that that is a very expansive, loving, amazing person, and you're just uncomfortable because you've not ever been with a person like that, then it's really great to just feel like you can just move into that fear zone and just sit with it. And that whole concept of sitting with that fear, sitting with the, the reality of what is coming up for you is so foreign. You know, we yeah. want to drink it away, drug it away, eat it away, uh, Netflix it away, you know, we do whatever video games yep. to, you know, like make that uncomfortable feeling go away. Yeah. And this entire, you know, pandemic experience has been in all of uncomfy. Like it's just been, it's been an uncomfortable year 
because we're so limited to what we can do. There's a, a constant underlying level of anxiety, um, a constant underlying level of fear um, that we're all working our best to deal with. Um, so, and, and you know, our capacities are much more limited because we're having to constantly deal with this fear and constantly deal with this anxiety and constantly dealing with being uncomfortable. And it's, it takes a toll. And like, so we're all doing the best we can with what we got right now to be able to work through this uncomfortability. Yeah, and looking at building your capacity for being able to do and be more. Like if you are a parent, you gotta work on your capacities. You can be the leader your child needs. And if you are in a relationship, you both need to be building your capacity to be more present to whatever's coming up and to know what it is that you want. Keep your eye on the prize of what you want in your relationship and, and move on from there. You know, don't like accept that this is the way it is. I, I, I realized, I think when I was in my teens, that I was not the person that just would say, yeah, this is just the way I am. Like, get over it. This is just who I am. I was not that person. I was always uh, in search of a better way to communicate, mm -hmm. a way to open up my heart more. Uh, from the time I was about 15 years old, and I had the influence of some really amazing people in the church I was attending, and it made all the difference in the world for me. It put me on a path of, of personal and spiritual growth and allowed me to move through, through the many fears that I had, uh, especially you know with the, the situation where I grew up, where it was not super comfortable in terms of there was abuse and violence and that sort of thing in the home. And one of the things that, uh, as we were preparing for this, Sarah, a, a quote uh, Sarah found is, the fears we don't face become our limits. That's by Robin Sharma. And that's really the thing I think that in my teens I realized I didn't want to have those kinds of limits. If there were going to be any limits, they were all going to be self-imposed. Now, I don't have the, uh, the body or the age or anything else to be a professional football player, so I'm probably not going to do that. I don't have the ability to go be a, a, a jockey riding a horse in a horse race. But those aren't fears for me. Those aren't limits for me because I, 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 my capacity isn't available to be built for that. But my capacity is available to be built for so many other things. So I don't, I don't grieve what's lost. Would I want it to be a professional football player when I was young? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but I don't grieve what's lost. I really look at here's where I am at this stage of my life. What do I want in this next stage? And what fears are going to come up? And what limitations am I going to allow those to put on me? Because that's a choice I make. If I... If I stop what I'm doing because of the fear, I have allowed that to become my limit then. Yeah. And it's like, you know, do I want to choose that? Mm -hmm. So being conscious means I am constantly facing the fear. Facing the fear of saying something to a, a friend that needs to be said. Um, saying something to Sarah that needs to be said. Hearing when she wants to say something to me that needs to be said. And I don't want my resistance to anything to be about fear, and it almost always is. So if I look at what I want, my eyes on that prize, and I am feeling like I've got resistance there, I know it's based on fear. Is it based on being afraid of what people will think of me? Is it being afraid of being seen in a big way? Is it being afraid of people disagreeing with me? You know, we have a lot of opinions that we share in this podcast and YouTube channel, and not everybody's going to agree with it. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm okay with that. 
And that's, I'm not always okay with that. Occasionally I have some resistance to feeling like, oh gosh, we're going to be out there and people see us and, you know, all of that. And so there are still some things I resist doing because I know I've got a little bit of fear there. So the, the thing for, for me is to face it. There's a book that I read, uh, must have been in the early 80s, by Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And her concept was basically that you, if you're afraid of something, do something, anything that you're, is new for you. And um, I, so I remember, I, I didn't know how to do this, I changed the headlight in my car, which was a big production back then with the particular car I had. And what was really interesting is I did it successfully and I felt so much more confident because I faced something that I didn't know anything about, that I was a little afraid of doing, and I did it anyway. And so it really carried over to lots of other things in my life. So sometimes I'll, I'll do other kinds of physical things and um, more so than anything else these days, it's about the emotional and spiritual kinds of fears that I face. You know, really turning it over to source and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and not trying to fix that discomfort. And, and that's made a huge difference for me is to just sit with that fear, sit with the feelings, allow the feelings to flow through, but not attach to them and know that I'm going to be okay. I love Sarah's mantra. It's going to be okay. Yeah, and it's going to be okay. And that's the perfect time to start using it. Is at that moment when you're like, "Oh no. I'm uncomfy. I'm uncomfortable. I I don't know what to do. I'm feeling some resistance. I'm feeling frustrated whatever it is." Just to be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Take a deep breath and say, "You know what? I'm going to be okay." Because the thing is, you usually end up reaching that point somewhere along the upward slope nearing the peak of, you know, uh, reaching your goal basically. And so when you get to that point, if you tell yourself and just keep repeating, it doesn't matter what, I'm just going to be okay. I'm going to, I know no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. You're going to be able to reach that peak and be able to see your goal in the distance. You're going to make it over the mountain. And if we turn away from the fear and we move away from it, we don't get to reach our goals that we set for ourselves because We've, again, allowed the fear to set our limit. So our limit may be three quarters of the way of the mountain. And then we don't go past it because we're too afraid of that fear that's blocking our path to be able to reach the other side and get to our goal. Yeah, I had a mentor once who said, what are you willing to do to be who you want to be in the world? And what are you willing to do to, to accomplish what you want to accomplish in the world? And look at where the limitations are that you're putting yourself. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you, you, know, you don't want to move out of your house. You don't want to uh, give up custody of your child. You don't want to uh, take a job for a, a temporary period of time. You know, whatever it is, you know, what, what's there, like if you did that one thing, would it make all the difference in the world in your life and the other people's lives that uh, you're around and in, in relationship with? And so for me, I have been doing a lot of thinking of like, what am I unwilling to do? You know, mm -hmm. when, um, and, and I just kind of surrendering to, Okay, show me the way. I, I, I don't have too many attachments right now to feeling like, no, I, I'll do that, that, and that, but not that. And it's okay to have limitations. Like, you know, I'm not jumping out of an airplane, for instance. I don't have any desire to jump out of an airplane. And it, it's, uh, it's not resistance, it's choice. Um, and, and so I'm not going to do that. But if I really want certain things in my life, if I want deep, connected relationships in my life, I'm willing to be uncomfortable to get there. Mm -hmm. If I want to create businesses with my daughter, I'm willing to be uncomfortable to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the most recent 
I'm just talking about my most recent relationship again, but holy crap, I had a, a I had a lot of difficult conversations with my boyfriend at the time, and every single time I was petrified going into them. My hands were sweating. I got butterflies in my stomach. I would be te- desperately texting one of my friends, being like, ah! "I'm so like I'm freaking out. Like I'm totally, totally scared of like what he's gonna do, what he's gonna say. You know, like the whole spiral of oh no, oh no, oh no." And then I would just say to myself, you know what? Shh, Shush, bad negativity thoughts, hush now. It's going to be okay. I'm gonna be fine, no matter what happens, I'm going to be fine. And I would go into and I would be able to communicate what it is that I wanted and we have the conversation. And I'd come from it from a very compassionate, kind and loving manner. And then it would be fine. Every time, every single time, it was totally cool. Like I would end the conversation, it got to the other side, and it was just like, that wasn't that wasn't so bad. Yeah, the buildup is often way worse. I know. All the anticipation of those yeah. difficult conversations. So, you know, uh, you know, having those challenging conversations, and, and we've done other episodes on that, so you can look those up if you are having some trouble with some of that. Um, but having the challenging conversations, most of it is about what we fear leading up to it. Like, we, you know, I, I had, um, you know, we, all the what-ifs, and they're always terrible. And um, so somebody introduced me to the concept of what if up. So what if... This leads to the most amazing relationship you've ever had. What if this breaks through a resistance you have that opens up everything else in your life? And like and, and everything was positive in that what if scenario. And that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, what what if Oprah discovers us and features us on her channel? You know, what what are the uh, what if things that could be really amazing mm-hmm. rather than, you know, we're going to put a lot of our heart and soul into this and, and not have anything happen with it. You know, that that's not an option. And it's because we have this mission with this this uh, uh, this commitment and a stand for people being happy in their lives and people being powerful in their lives, mm-hmm. moving through fear, having confidence, and we're willing to do what it takes to help more people get there. Yeah. And it, it's it's not been an easy road, mm-hmm. and it's been incredibly rewarding. And every time a new challenge comes in, I'm like, really, God, what, what, why do I need that? Like, what, what's that for? You know, I, I, I feel like I've done well enough over here. Like, why is this one here now? And uh, so I just get out of the way and I get out of my resistance to it. And just, and it's not as easy as I'm making it sound. You know, there's a lot of self-talk. There's a lot of exercising, you know, hiking out in nature to just allow those feelings. Because I realize a lot of the feelings were coming up when I was having some challenges were about fear and shame and embarrassment and, um, and just like feeling uh, like I was blaming myself for things. I was like, wow, this is interesting. I haven't had these kinds of feelings much uh, in the recent past. And so what's going on that's allowing me to let a little bit another layer of that uh, go a little deeper and heal a little bit more of that. And so by not being resistant to it, mm-hmm. I'm allowing it to move through. And mm-hmm. um, the fear is what keeps me in resistance. I don't want to feel that feeling. Yep. I don't want to do the thing. Yep. And, um, and so I have conversations out loud sometimes. It's like, I don't want to do it. Uh, what, what, what was that thing? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like it. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't like it. You know, like the very famous actor Chris Evans apparently says to this to himself a lot, but like, it's something that I, I told her about and we just both giggled because that's so true. Sometimes she was like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't want to do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you let that little toddler in you come out and just say, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. 
It's like, that's okay, honey. And then just, just help her feel safe. Help her feel secure. Help her know that she's going to be okay no matter what. And yeah, it feels like crap right now, but it won't always. And that's where I get stuck every once in a while. Not very often anymore, but still every once in a while. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to feel like this forever. Yeah, I do too. And I, and I just have to go back. To, and, and how, it helps that I, I keep a journal. I go, oh yeah, no, I felt like this before and I felt better. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I just have to keep reminding myself of that. Yeah. And then I, I keep a list of things that make me feel better. And I also uh, have a, um, uh, people I know that are going to help me move through fear. I have things I can do that help me move through fear. And honestly, a lot of moving through fear is, is taking a stand, committing that you're going to move through it, and taking a baby step at a time. Sarah and I can't emphasize enough this yeah. whole concept of taking a baby step. I can say, I don't like it while I'm taking a baby step. Yes. Yes. It, it, you know, it's just thinking about, um, like, a ladder. Like, you, the, the ladder that's easy to climb is one where the rungs are much closer together, right? Versus one the, where the rungs are much uh, further and farther between. Uh, or, or further and farther apart. That's the right word. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna take way more effort, and it's gonna be way scarier to go up that ladder where the rungs are really far apart versus the, where the rungs are really close together. Sure, it may take you longer to go up the one where the, all the rungs are really close together, but you're, you're gonna feel better because you're like, you have two, enough grip holds, you know, you're, you're just moving up slowly, you can take your time versus the big one, you gotta like be very careful about where you're going next and where you're putting your feet and your hands. Um, that's that's why we emphasize the baby steps because there are more there are more steps you can take. You're gonna feel more comfortable. It's more sustainable. There won't be as much fear because you're you're it's there's more support. You're supporting yourself better by doing these small baby steps versus the big leaps. Now there might be a point where it's like oh there's a big leap here, but you see baby steps on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, making sure that you're fully resourced while you're facing the fear. And we talk a lot about being fully resourced, but that means that you've got your needs taken care of, you are uh, resting, you are getting exercise, you're eating well, you're, you're monitoring what, whatever you're putting into your body, whether it's TV, uh, video games, uh, you know, um, food, alcohol, whatever it is you're putting into your body. And really get to that place of committing to taking care of what's inside of you as you're facing these things. Because if you're not taking care of yourself and being fully resourced, that, that fear can take you out and just make you feel um, immobilized for long periods of time. And I think a lot of us felt that during this pandemic. It felt like so much was out of our control. And you yeah. know, I know for us, our, um, our other business that we had for several years totally changed. It just, we had um, events, live events we were doing and they went away. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, our entire business model is gone. And I, our, a couple of our clients didn't want to take it online. And so it was like, okay, you know, what do we do now? And so there was a lot of immobilizing fear during that. And for me, I had to just allow that feeling to be there and to know we'd be okay. I don't know what it's going to look like, but we're going to be okay. And, and to take that opportunity of having my life totally transformed and to say, okay, well, what else could be good from this you know what I was traveling you know at least once or twice a month and not really having enough time to like do anything in the places I was traveling to most of the time occasionally I'd have like a day or get to do dinner with somebody 
But I thought, wow, now I can just do travel for retreats for us for doing business planning and travel for fun. And it really changed my uh, outlook of being able to say, wow, maybe there's something new that we can do that we can have an even bigger impact in the world. And I'm not going to be afraid of looking at something new. And it's just allowing something new to flow through. So, I want, are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I, I think we're good. Yeah, so fear. The fears we don't face become our limits. Just let that sink in and just choose what limits you have. Like I said, I have a limit that I'm not jumping out of an airplane. I did jump off a 20-foot waterfall. And I overcame that limit because I didn't want that limit. Yeah. I'm okay with the limit about the airplane. <laughs> Um, I don't want the limit of feeling like I can't be honest and open with my friends. Yeah, same. And so I will, will move through the fears I have about that and about offending someone or whatever. And um, really dig into where you're resisting because you just don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if you could get comfortable with being uncomfortable, your life would change. Oh, yeah. So till next time, we love you. Mm-hmm. Mwah.